0: as we approach week eight of the nfl season we are slowly but surely running out of time to rack up wins to make it to the playoffs in your fantasy leagues on the big game theory podcast today i'm going to give you some tips to help you manufacture wins every week my name is evan ronda and i am the host of the big game theory podcast you can find me on twitter at BGT Evan and on Instagram at big game theory. I've got a short and sweet episode for you with some quick tips and tricks to help give you an edge in your fantasy leagues on a weekly basis. So buckle up for this quick ride and I will run you through some solid advice. So for starters, what do I mean when I say manufacture wins? To manufacture a win is to create a circumstance or series of events that increase your odds of winning a specific week that are outside of simply setting an optimal lineup. There are a few different ways managers can go about creating a slight edge for themselves on a weekly basis, and I aim to break them all down for you on this episode. The easiest and most impactful way to manufacture a win is to manage your bye weeks appropriately. Trading for players that have already had their bye week can help you strengthen your roster for the remainder of the season. Conversely, trading players that have an upcoming bye week to the opponent you play during that bye week can also give you an edge in that weekly matchup. Now don't hear what I'm not saying. I am not advising you to make an unbalanced trade Simply because of a player's bye week situation. This strategy is more about finding a tiebreaker between two relatively equal players. If you would like to make a balanced trade but incorporate this bye week strategy into your trade, that would be acceptable. But don't throw away a superstar athlete for bench piece just because one player's already had their bye week. Another way to create an edge on a weekly basis is to sell high on players that have had solid, but unsustainable production in the short-term. This is easier said than done, but if you're able to identify unsustainable production in a player, you might look to sell that player in order to acquire an asset that should produce at a higher rate moving forward. Your goal should always be to improve your roster on a week-to-week basis. Just because someone has done well in the past doesn't mean you have a strong roster. Find metrics that signify sustainable production in the future and in the long term, and you'll be setting yourself up for success. And speaking of improving your roster on a weekly basis, you might consider picking up a defense one week early. If you have the roster space, very important, if you have the roster space, you can afford to stash an extra defense. You might benefit from beating your league mates to the waiver wire, by adding next week's top streaming defense to your bench. So you don't have to uh, you know, waste your waiver priority for a more important position. So if you add your defense early, then you won't waste your waiver priority on a defense and you can spend it on another position. And another way that you can save your waiver priority is by adding assets early, by stashing a handcuff of a currently healthy running back before a game starts. So, if your league allows players to be dropped after they play, then you might look to add the backup running back of an earlier game in the event that the starter gets hurt. If that starter stays healthy, you can always drop that back for a backup in a later game. If you end up guessing correctly on which running backs get injured that week, your team immediately undergoes a significant spike in value. That specific strategy has been successful for me multiple times this season already. And we've only had seven weeks of football. So I would strongly encourage to check the waiver wire. Ask yourself, if the starting running back of this team got injured, which of these available players would see the biggest spike in value in that instance? And if you can afford to you know, roster them, then give it a shot. You might also benefit from adding injured players ahead of their return date. A great example of that this year might be Jeff Wilson. If you can afford to stash a player like that on your bench until they return, then you might end up picking up a valuable asset at a significantly cheaper price than if you'd waited, especially if you have an IR spot. If you guys are any what involved in the fantasy community listening to podcasts, you've probably heard multiple podcast hosts mention adding injured players and putting them to your IR because it's free. It is free real estate go for it. These all sound good and fun, but manufacturing wins is not always a pleasant experience. Some of you may be struggling in your leagues and desperate to earn a playoff berth. You may need to trade your injured superstars like Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Michael Thomas, and more in order to acquire assets that are producing right now. As tough as that may be, it is potentially necessary because you might not be able to afford to wait for their return. As with all of my tips, I am not encouraging you to make suboptimal transactions. I'm only asking that you open up your mind to the possibility that every week is a must-win week for you. For those of you that are very confident that you'll make it to the playoffs, you might want to start looking at playoff strength of schedule. Making it to the playoffs is the start of a very difficult marathon, one loss is all it takes to eliminate you, so you need your players to perform at their absolute best in order to give you the best chance to win your leagues. At this point in the season, we know enough about NFL defenses to have a decent understanding of their playoffs, uh, the, the players' playoff strength of schedule. Once again, I am not encouraging you to make suboptimal transactions, but rather to consider this facet of a player when making a trade finally, and most importantly, stay in the loop. Your success as a fantasy manager is directly tied to the amount of time and effort you spend understanding the game of fantasy football. Stay in the loop about player trends. Stay in the loop about injuries. Stay in the loop about coaches' press conferences. The more you learn, the more of an edge you have over your league mates. Every bit of advantage is necessary in order to win every single week. If you think you can win your leagues based off sheer luck, prepare to be disappointed. There are too many assets available to you, the listener, for you not to be plugged in to all of the relevant storylines. If you need some tips on where to start, my DMs are open, and I would love to guide you to the best resources available. That's going to be it for today's episode. Once again, as I close off every episode, you can find me on Twitter at bgtevan and on Instagram at biggametheory I don't just say that because that's what podcast hosts do at the end of an episode and they want to gain followers. I don't care Follow me, don't follow me, it doesn't matter But if you need help shoot me a message I'll get back to you and I'll do the best that I can to help you out So shoot me a message Let's see what happens. But until the next episode, my name is Evan Ronda. This has been the Big Game Theory Podcast. Peace out.